Hello and welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine episode 16, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more in no apparent order. I am one of your hosts, Ollie, here with our other fantastic host, Jayant. Hi everyone. And uh, today we're going to be doing Jayant's opinions on Jedi Fallen Order. Um, if you want to listen to my opinions... Um, I believe episode two was all about that, so go listen to that one if you want to know mine, but today we're doing Jayant's, so uh, yeah, I kind of went on a bit in that intro, but whatever. This is Transmissions from Tatooine, coming to your data pads from, well, not Tatooine actually, uh... Right, so, um, yeah, as we said in the top, today we're going to be talking about what Jayant thought of Jedi Fallen Order, and let's start with just overall, what did you think of the game? Overall, it was probably one of the best games uh, based on Star Wars since, like, since Battlefront 2, and... Mm. Probably the only one. It, it, it yeah. was the only game. <laughs> yeah, but still, the improve the, the improvement is really noticeable. Yeah, I mean, the story has a lot much more to it in this game, and I think that's because they were focusing on kind of, I guess, single player stories rather than a main focus being on like multiplayer. Yeah, but the main thing I like about this is it's not just the story but also the gameplay and all the mechanics is it's not just spamming a button and trying to yeah it requires a lot more thought yeah but um kind of talking about gameplay i found it was a lot less instinctive to pick up and i talked about that this a bit in our other Fallen Order episode. Yeah. What did you think of the yeah. gameplay? The controls were a, a bit hard to get the handle. Yeah. Uh, but since I've, like, sometimes it requires to evade and things, Yeah. And the controls are a bit messed up. It's not <laughs> universal, to be honest. Like, you get what I mm. mean? Yeah. But then, like, once you get the hang of it, it yes. Yeah. I actually found that um, going between Jedi Fallen Order and Battlefront 2 is really hard because the controls are totally different. And, like, I'd be, like, on Battlefront 2 going, X, 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 what? Why am I not blocking, uh, attacking? And uh, things like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Something I did a lot was wasting the abilities on Battlefront 2 because I'd go, um, what is it? I, I've got a PlayStation and it's, I believe, L1 to block on Fallen Order. But um, that's one of your special abilities. So I'd like force push at absolutely nothing and waste an ability yeah. on Battlefront 2. But, uh, yeah, you need to like time it right. And yeah. Do all of it. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Um, and the parkour, one of the biggest things in the game was parkour. Yeah, and what did you think of the maps? Yeah, the maps, uh, so most of them are really good. Yeah. 
Sometimes it gets a bit lonely, you know, and it's not story mode. Yeah. Yeah, and you're not in a mission, you're just mm. hanging out in the planet. Yeah. But overall, the graphics are pretty good. Yeah, I'd say Battlefront 2 possibly a little bit stronger. Yeah, but then still, like, what what I say is, um, like, the reaction time yeah uh, uh, i'm not sure how to say it but it's really interactive the Mm. maps yeah Um, yeah it reminded me a lot of um the spider-man game which isn't star wars but still a really good game yeah because you've got kind of but rather than just having one big map in spider-man which is new york city you've got what have you got you've got um Bagano, help me out here, Dathomir, Kashyyyk, Ilum, and is there one more? I mean, you've got um, the Fortress Inquisitorius at the end. Um, I feel like I'm missing one out here. I don't know the names because it's been a while, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um god did you include the like the peaceful thing uh Baraka at the beginning no 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 the uh, the cool one you know the oh um, um the Axiom Rouge yeah maybe <laughs> like the um gang that Greece is in debt to maybe I'm not sure I was talking about the the peaceful one where there's lots of layers and we always spawn it when we launch the game, you know? Oh, Bagano, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did Bagano. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favourite map? Uh, favourite map? No, not really. Like, I like all of them. Yeah. I... I would say I like Bagano just because it's um, quite yeah. easy. And, like, if I'm getting it's back into point. the game, it's a good place to start because, yeah, um, yeah you've only got really got like those. Um, well, the at map. least at the beginning, you've got only the flora and fauna, and then later on, there are some storm- stormtroopers that come there. Oh, um, in case you hadn't already worked it out, there are going to be spoilers in this podcast, so uh, stop listening now if you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order and don't want the spoilers. Um, but, yeah, and then what about the characters? Yeah, my favourite character is going to be the second sister. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Character development. Mm. All of it is just really when laid out. Yeah, I mean, she's really kind of a tragedy, isn't she? Like, yeah, yeah and it makes um, you feel so much more for the Inquisitors, like, when you go back to the Vader comics or Rebels or is there anyone anywhere else the Inquisitors appear? Um, I mean, obviously the Fallen Order comic miniseries, which... Uh, might go over in a future episode. Have you read those? I haven't read those. Mm. Worth checking out if you get the chance. Um, but yeah, uh, 
anyway, yeah, kind of, yeah, she's a really strong character because, um, like, she's not just, I guess, pure evil for the sake of it, like, um, I guess the Emperor or Maul is, uh, yeah. Count Dooku seems to be kind of evil for the sake of it in the movies, but then, um, in, oh, what's it, um... Dooku Jedi Lost kind of expands his story a bit and he does seem to have reason for turning to the dark side. And obviously Vader. Um, if you don't know why he turned to the dark side, I think there might be like, ooh, what is it, six movie movies or something talking about his story? You, you might have heard of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that was, yeah, that's my favourite character. Yeah. And what about the other other characters? Because there are quite Ooh, a lot one of One more characters. thing I want to say about the second sister is when I first saw her, like yeah. initially in the trailer, when I saw the suit and stuff, yeah. I, was, I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. I've never seen... This kind of helmet and all no, that. no. The character design was spot yeah. The yeah, it was the Inquisitors all do all look really, really cool. Yeah, is it like a requirement for the job? You want to be an Inquisitor? You have to get a really cool black leather suit and a mask. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, maybe not the mask so much, but like you've got um the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels. You've got um. The sixth brother, you've got... Snoke. Uh, Snake's not an Inquisitor, is he? Uh, no, Snoke, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, Sith, Sith in... Yeah. Canada. Yeah, because, I mean, Vader's... Vader's helmet is re really cool. Um, it's probably the most well-known helmet in... Yeah. <laughs> in movies and stuff. Yeah, and definitely one of the best known um what else can we talk about with this um do you have a favorite bit of it and i think we did talk a little bit about this before we started recording but uh yes the, my favorite bits so my there's two there's two so the first one that i really liked was og66 yeah uh in the last time, I haven't read any comics or anything, but from what I know, the last time I've seen Order 66 is in the prequel films. Yeah. And in there, you just kind of see the Jedi dying. It is pretty emotional, but yeah. you don't really experience it. You don't really go through it. Yeah, I think there is some more Order 66 in um, Kanan, The Last Padawan, and Clone Wars Season 7, but yet yeah, still what you're saying stands that it's way more emotional than um, we saw in the in Episode 3, because yeah. um, we kind of, I guess, know the clones a bit better, because, like, yeah. um, Clone Wars, I think, has really helped with that, because, like, we've gotten to know Rex, we've gotten to know Cody, we've gotten to know Jesse, we've gotten to know all the clones in there, um, Echo, um, Waxer, Boyle, um, 
there are plenty yeah. plenty of clones out there and and it really makes you wonder because in, in when you uh like start the audio 66 bit yeah the you the clone troopers they, they're really friendly and yeah all but how quickly like they're they talking just about them. playing a card game in the evening or something yeah. aren't they and then the way they just turned on you and you're like yeah. how could they do that and i also feel like really sorry for the clones because um like with rex in um what is it shattered like you can see he's visibly like shaking and fighting the inhibitor chip because they didn't have a choice they were brainwashed and that just makes it their fate the clone's fate is almost worse than the jedi i think because like they've become brainwashed slaves to an evil regime that they don't want to be a part of yeah and that's it we've never really seen the clones like this until clone wars and yeah all that. yeah that was one of my favorite scenes that yeah. is my favorite scene and then of course the last bit when Darth Vader comes in yeah that is uh kind of and I feel like Vader was really cool there like I think that's almost on par with Rogue One Vader yeah. storming down the corridor he just steals the thing you know yeah just like kind of this unstoppable force. That, and the uh, funny thing is, like, when I started fighting him, he didn't even have a health boy, and I was like, this is going to be impossible. Yeah. Like, some games, it it puts health boys, mm. but, like, even if it's low, the boss won't really die. They just get weak and they go yeah. away. But in this one... It made it really clear. Your main objective is to run away. Yeah, like, and I think that's really, really good. Kind of like how Vader seems almost impossible to be. Like he's just too powerful for everyone. Kind of, you have to have to run. There's no way you can stand up to him. Yeah. And yeah. And. Yeah, what about um Sergeunda because she's another really good character, isn't she? Yeah, but like, yeah, it's mm. yeah, she's a really good character. Yeah, and I feel like she doesn't get enough recognition, if that's the right word. I don't know because like she doesn't have a cool costume like the second sister she's not the main character like Cal Kestis y- yeah that but, that's true that's true but um she is um tragic kind of like Sarah but in a, a kind of like Sarah kind of like um the second sister or Trilla um and in that yeah she is another really um kind of lost everything in order 66 didn't mm. she yeah and that's something i really enjoyed in the game is kind of seeing the aftermath of order 66 and kind of what it's 
done to these people. And that's something I'm really hoping we get to see some of in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show when that comes out. I think they're due to start filming relatively soon, aren't they? Yeah. And, um, yeah, The Mandalorian Season 3, going a bit off topic here, is um, going to start filming by the end of the year. So hopefully the schedule for that won't even be... um, disturbed all that much because um i mean season two was filming whilst season one was being released and sorry i don't know why i was struggling to (laughs) remember the numbers one two and three (laughs) yeah very complicated stuff um but yeah and um I feel like I'm kind of saying and, um, yeah, a lot here. I agree. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's... And so hopefully um, season three isn't going to be affected all that much because if season two was filming in November and it's coming out in October, if they start shooting mid-November like season two was then we should be on track for another season um yeah when we were meant to get it originally in um october november of 2021 and i'm really really looking forward to the mandalorian which when you're listening to this provided you listen to it when it comes out tomorrow uh, if you're listening to this in 20 years time no mandalorian season two isn't coming out tomorrow sorry um but yeah i'm really excited for that and we're not quite sure how we're going to do um, The Mandalorian Season 2 on the show. Um, yeah, because I don't really want to do like every episode for the next eight weeks being on it because some listeners might live in countries without um, access to it, whether that's with Disney Plus or OSN Streaming or whatever other countries have. The, the equivalent of yeah. Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, um, we'll hopefully figure something out, whether it's like we do every other episode and we discuss two episodes at a time, or we'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's probably a discussion we need to have off microphone rather than on microphone. But yeah. Yeah, and what else has been going on in the world of Star Wars? Um, well, I mean, it has only been two two days since uh, I did the episode on Resurrection, so not a lot of news has happened. But um, again, I'm the lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge. We got. Um, Ahsoka Tano's Clone Wars lightsabers, Count Dooku's lightsaber, which I think is a much-needed addition because it's cool, and then also Cal Kestis's lightsaber, which does kind of link in with our episode today. Yeah. In And, um, yes, yeah, so I think 
um, Dooku and Ahsoka's lightsabers are coming um, sometime in 2020. And then um, Cal Kestis's lightsaber, I don't think, arrives till 2021. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, I've seen the pictures. They all look really cool. Obviously, we've seen the lightsabers in the movies slash TV shows slash games. And um, yeah, whenever I do manage to get to Galaxy's Edge, which I was meant to do last summer, but uh, yeah, COVID kind of stopped that. Um, I'm hoping I might be able to pick up. A lightsaber from there and um, that's an episode I'm very much looking forward to doing a Galaxy's Edge episode yeah but uh, you know that might be in like two or three years time so uh, not not exactly imminent <laughs> yeah and yeah what else is ha- happening um, John Favreau, I think, had hinted at the possibility of a Mandalorian movie, which, um, what do you think of that? Like, I having... don't think that's a good idea. One of the things that makes me like the Mandalorian, even though I haven't watched the TV show, but yeah. I've only seen loads of clips on YouTube and yeah. stuff. Uh, for a story like this, mm-hmm. a one a two hour movie probably won't really suffice. Yeah. No. Um, it's better to have a more deeper storyline with. I would agree. A lot more. I also think that um, if they make a movie, is that like the end of the Mandalorian? Because. <laughs> That would that's like it would just get like it's that the finale because like I want ten seasons of Baby Yoda, <laughs> I I don't want to stop it after season three or whatever because yeah. um we know they're doing at least three seasons um John Favreau I think had um written four four seasons um. Uh, or had done outlines or whatever for four seasons. But that's a lot of fours in one in <laughs> yeah. one sentence. But I yeah, I feel like this might kind of be it for today. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, I don't have anything in particular. Well then, um, thank you for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to. Follow or subscribe to us on whatever, whatever wherever you listen to us. Um, maybe leave a review, and I hope you'll consider five stars. Um, and if you have a friend who likes Star Wars, please tell them about us. And until next time, we have spoken. <laughs>